I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. A lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The Seven every weekday. So follow The Seven right now. Hey, Money Movers, welcome back to Money Moves, the daily podcast determined to give you the keys to the kingdom of financial stability, wealth, and abundance. Welcome, Money Moves family, to the Money Moves podcast powered by Greenwood. Once again, it's that time for us to be joined by our celebrity guest of the week. She brings that much needed female divine energy to the Power 105's nationally syndicated morning show, The Breakfast Club, alongside DJ Envy and Charlemagne the God. She is on the board of governors for We Are Family Foundation and a board member of the American Foundation for the University of the West Indies, as well as an ambassador for the New York Public Library. And y'all know how much I love to read, but there is still more. She is the creator and host of the popular podcast Lip Service, the proprietor of Juices for Life BK, which she partnered with Jadakiss and Styles P of rap group The Locks. And she's the owner of Private Label, a hair extension shop in Detroit. And soon she's entering into the coffee business by opening up Cup Cafe in BK, Brooklyn. Needless to say, this woman has been making her money move for her in all sorts of arenas. Money movers, let's welcome the one, the only, Angela Yee to the podcast. Hey, Tanya, how are you? I love your hair, by the way. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love your curls. I feel like I go back and forth between a braid style and my ponytail all the time. Yeah. That's been my life. It's a bun or it's some braids or 
I have it curly for like one day. I got bangs, but I'm already sick of them. Oh, I know. I did the curly bang thing. I did the curly bang thing. (laughs) I'm so glad to have you on our podcast today. You know, most of our audience knows you from the breakfast club and you've had a whole life and career before that. And so I want to be able to properly introduce Angela Yee to the Money Movers audience, um, as well as Greenwood. So can we go way, way back and start off how your career in the music industry um, and tell us a little bit about those early days. I was just talking about how important part, uh, internships are. So I would say I started for real in college doing internships. I interned at a label called TVT Records. They're the ones that did like a lot of the cartoon music for television shows. But that's also where some artists were signed like Mike Geronimo. Uh, ja Rule actually had a deal there at one point. And so uh, that was TVT Records. And then I did an internship at MTV. I interned at Wu-Tang at their management company in Staten Island. So that was kind of early on before I even graduated from school. And then when I graduated from college, my first job was assistant to the CEO of Wu-Tang Corporation. So Wu-Tang had their hands in a lot of different businesses, music publishing, a production company. They were signed to multiple labels. They had a management company. So they did so many different things. So I was able to see that multitasking super early on. And each of them had like their own different corporation. And so those are some interesting things for me to witness and also see how they were doing deals. You know, my boss, um, Divine, he wasn't in the office a lot. And it's so funny, by the way, watching the Wu-Tang Hulu show, because I'm like, oh, my God, that's so him. But he wasn't in the office a lot. So it gave me an opportunity to really see how things work like as far as finances i was in charge of payroll and i didn't know anything about that first and so when i ended up working in radio my first job was at sirius that's before they merged with xm radio so i worked at sirius for six years and that's where i first started doing any type of investing we had a financial expert that used to come on the show he was like a investor um you know he was a financial planner but he was also a rapper (laughs) His name was Billy Shakes and he came on and he was like, you don't have an IRA. You don't have a Roth IRA. You don't do this. You don't do that. And I was like, no, because sometimes we're just living check to check and we don't think we have any extra money to spend. So that's what first got me started. Like, okay, I got to start investing. And how old were you at this point? Because I feel like, you know, sometimes we, we think we need to be 40 and 50 before we're like really thinking about investing and IRAs, but you seem to have learned this lesson pretty early. I was about 29 years old. And so I felt like I learned it late, truthfully, because, you know, the earlier you start to invest, the more money that you'll end up making. So you could put in way less to make more. And so I just wish that from when I was 21 years old, I'd have been putting in even $50 a month would have made such a huge difference. And so for people who have kids, there's so many apps right now where you can get them started on investing. There is no reason not to. And people get more comfortable with money. They've done studies that show kids who have a bank account end up being way better with money later on in life. Oh, and I love that. And that's really what we're trying to do here with Money Moves and Bank Greenwood is to have these conversations um, be a natural narrative in our black and brown communities, right? From an early stage. So we're teaching our kids the financial literacy and, you know, we're kind of breaking these erroneous myths that we've had that have been really pervasive in our community. So I love to hear that you started early. Um, I also want to touch on the fact that you talked about like the importance of internships. Because I think oftentimes people think, you know, you've got to go into this high profile job really, you know, really early and like, this is too low for me. But, you know, a lot of the successful people we have on here are like, uh, I started literally at the bottom. That is not just an expression. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I wasn't getting paid either. And that was tough for me because I was in school. I was working at the supermarket on campus, you know, making like $6.50 an hour and working really hard to make that little bit of money. And then I was also doing these free internships. And so it really is an investment into your future. I had to look at it like this is taking a course and also developing those relationships because definitely once I graduated, I had a lot of opportunities and people that already had worked with me. Even when I went to go work for Wu-Tang, the reason they hired me, it wasn't even an interview or anything. It was just, yo, we were looking for you. We, you know, we remember you from the internship and we were like, yo, we want her to come work here. And it was that easy. And, you know, again and again, like this idea of like creating your network is the people around you. It's not the people above you that you can say, hey, you know, can you mention me? It's the people around you that you grow up with over the years. They were like, we remember you putting in the time there and they came looking for you. That's pretty amazing. And I always talk about how college is important, not just for the education you get, you know, and I'm not saying that you have to go to college, but if you do go, that network of people that you went to school with, I've made so much money and gotten so many opportunities just from the people I went to college with. Even now, I'm still involved with things as an alumni of Wesleyan University. That's where Lin-Manuel Miranda went to, and um, he wrote Hamilton. And so they have this whole Hamilton scholarship fund, and I'm on the... um, committee where we actually end up giving away four-year scholarships completely free to, yeah, some of these contestants that are submitting uh, their artistic works, and then we judge them. And I think that's amazing because we all know how pricey college is. It's a a huge issue right now, which I wish it would have been when I was younger because I'm like, I could have used some student loan forgiveness myself. Right. I mean, we just did a segment on that and how hard it is to be saddled with those like exponential student loans and how, yes, it's, it's, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. So fast forward now, you're on The Breakfast Club, which is one of the, I guess, nation's most popular um, syndicated radio shows. How did you want to, did you dream of being on radio or is you just sort of transitioned into this? I ended up in radio by accident. <laughs> Because I was, I have a background in marketing. And so that's really what I had been doing, just working in marketing, doing um, in-house for, I worked at a marketing company and then I freelanced and I had a few different clients at once. And then I went back in-house to a clothing line working in their marketing and product placement department. And then I started freelancing again. And so that was what my background was. I was really trying to get a job in serious in their marketing department when I had the opportunity from Eminem's manager, Paul Rosenberg, to actually audition for the morning show as a co-host. Sidekick. Oh, I mean, you have such a great voice. And I love, you know, the you know, thought that you put into your work on The Breakfast Club. And you just add such a great dynamic. But now you've sort of started to diversify and you're making all these entrepreneurial moves and pursuits. Well, how did that sort of evolve as part of your process? The first thing that I really did was my podcast. And that is definitely something, I mean, aside from the fact that I have my own company set up and that's for my outside appearances and for any anything like endorsements and other things that I do outside of work. But then I also started my podcast. So that gave me an opportunity to kind of just put something together myself and deal with the business behind the scenes. And then after that, I decided I wanted to open this juice bar. And I had seen what Styles P was doing and I seen what Jadakiss was doing in the Bronx and in Yonkers. And so 
we ended up going to Styles P's video shoot and just approaching him about doing one in Brooklyn because I live in Brooklyn. I love getting juices. It's what helps me every single morning be able to function and think clearly. And I do worry about my health all the time. So I want to make sure that I'm getting my fruits and vegetables every day. And I wanted something that was beneficial to the community because I felt like I needed it. A lot of times people get juices and they'll go to some place and it's like, pureed. If you see them like taking out some frozen pureed fruits and scooping stuff out and using orange juice, that's not what you really need. You want real fresh whole fruits and vegetables. So if you go to like a deli or something and you want to juice, always say what whole fruits and vegetables do you have so that you're not getting those pureed added sugar, uh, you know, types of, of drinks. And so I just wanted something like that. And I loved what Styles and Jadakiss were doing for the community. So I approached him and managed to open one in Brooklyn. Wow. Okay. So that's a huge, I mean, that's a huge accomplishment. You know, you had to find a location, you needed to get the proper, you know, machinery to make this cold pressed juice. Talk about, um, you know, what went into that and how you even started to allocate funds for the investment, because like, this is bossy lady, like, (laughs) needs to hear about it. So people will tell you different things about how to open a business and whose money you should use. Some people will tell you don't use your own money, use other people's money. Some people will tell you invest in yourself. And I believe a combination of both is good. We were fortunate in doing this business that we split it three ways. And so we were able to use our own funds to be able to put into the space to open it. And I also believe that partnering with somebody who's already opened several juice bars helped us and put us at a great advantage because they knew where to order all the equipment from. They knew exactly what we needed. They knew where we're going to get our fruits and produce from. And so that really took away a lot of the trial and error that I would have had to go through if I hadn't teamed up with them. And so for myself, if I was doing a business and this was my sole focus, I could see being a, a, a sole owner. But because I know I have a million other things to do, I also understand the value in having partners that can step up when you're not available to do things and then you're able to step up when they can't and you also bring different things to the table and so that's what really helped me a lot as far as opening this juice bar yeah i mean entrepreneurship is really intensive and so being mm-hmm. able to understand your limitations and you know especially for someone like yourself who wears many many hats um you know picking the right partner i mean which it, it's essentially like a marriage but it's crucial it's key and i think you've done well okay so what's tell us where the juice bar is located and tell us your favorite juice All right. So it is in Bed-Stuy, 277 Malcolm X Boulevard. And my favorite juice varies, but people know me from the G5. And we actually call it the Ye5 once I started working there because I was always getting it. But it is um, ginger, it's kale, spinach, bananas, and green apples. Well, I add the ginger. It actually doesn't have, but I add the ginger to it. And so um, that's what it is. And I, I add ginger to everything, to be honest. Oh, ginger is so good for you. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Um, I even eat it raw sometimes, but (laughs) now I'm also, I love juices. I also love hair. So you've also opened a hair shop in Detroit. Tell me about that. Yes. And that was another great partnership, private label Detroit. So my partner is Mikey Morin and he already had a location in Atlanta. He opened one in um, North Carolina as well. And so I met him because we were working on some things together through iHeart. And then I told him, I said, look, if you ever want to open a store in Detroit, let me know. I would be open to do that. During the pandemic, he. Why Detroit being a uh, New Yorker? Well, I also, I actually have properties in Detroit also. Oh gosh, we got to get to the state side now. Okay. So you want to, (laughs) 
I mean, this will be forever, girl. Um, all right, so now you've got hair in Detroit, and I'm fascinated yeah. by the hair industry. Um, and so I love that this was this was important to you. How much did you have to? How much research did you have to go into doing? You know, opening a hair shop. So I actually went to Mikey's store in Atlanta, and it's huge. And he also has his warehouse facility there. And so when I went there, I did training, just like we um, hired a uh, manager. So she came and did training there for two weeks. I came there as well. And so that's how I really learned a lot of what I had to learn. And it is also like a process as you continue, you learn more and more and more about the quality of hair. But he gets to hear directly from the distributor in China. And so as soon as we're able to go to China, I'll be able to go there and see the whole process and how it works. But I also felt like access was important just because we're the ones that are buying all this hair and all of these products, but we're also not involved as much in ownership as we should be. And so for myself doing this, it was a way for me to learn it, but to also say, okay, now I've learned this information. So when other people are ready to open theirs, I'll be able to be like, okay, I can help you with that. And I've already actually helped some people open hairlines through us. And so after that, I just want to encourage people because there's space for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Space. Oh my gosh. Thank you for saying I feel like there is so much space for everyone. There are so many seats at this table. There's so many more tables that we can make. 
Um, okay, so back to this hair thing. So like for real, when someone has like 42 inches of weave, that's huge. <laughs> like I just can't understand, is there that much hair in the world? You know what? So that's what I actually had on a 55 inch U-part wig when we did our grand opening. Yes. And it was amazing. And something like that would probably cost you like $5,000, you know, to get made just the quality of hair that it is like it is in great condition. And to even get hair that long is pretty much unheard of. So that's what I love about private label is they have that access. And so you should see some of the bundles that we have a private label that you can't get anywhere else. And every time Mikey posts them, everybody's in the comments like, yeah, I need to get that hair. But, you know, it's not a game. Not a game. Oh, my God. Yeah. I want to look for that 55-inch weave. <laughs> I'll, like, I'll send you the picture so you can see it. But it was an amazing. When I tell you, there's people that have never commented, like, on my pictures before. Everybody was like, okay, girl, get it, girl. Because it does. And I think sometimes it's also this misconception that, oh, we're trying to get this hair because we're not happy with who we are, with our blackness and all of those things. But hair is an accessory. And we've we've always switched our hair up. We have all different textures of hair and we can do what we want. We can dye it. We can do anything that we want to do to our hair because guess what? We can cut it off. It can grow back and we can take a wig off. We can take a weave out. We can put braids in. And that's what I love about us. I love that. And I love the versatility. It's, it's just about self-expression. Like, I love it. So I love that we're sort of throwing away that narrative that we're trying to do something. It's not that. It's just how we choose to express ourselves on Monday. Tuesday might be different than Thursday. So I love that. <laughs> and some guys will be like, I don't like weaves until you put one in. <laughs> and they're like, okay. Exactly. Okay. So my other favorite thing is coffee. I can't mm -hmm. live without it. And so now you've taken the foray and you're opening a coffee um, cafe in Brooklyn as well. Yes, that's Coffee Uplifts People. So we're doing a soft opening right now. And let me tell you, that's been, you know, it's, it's stressful. Opening a business is stressful. All you can do is try to be as prepared as you can financially for any things that might come up because something always comes up. It never costs what you think it's going to cost. <laughs> <laughs> So where's the cafe located? So that's also in Brooklyn and Bed-Stuy. And that's going to be on the corner of Gates and Bedford. And it's a beautiful coffee shop. And we were very intentional on everybody that worked on this coffee shop is a person of color. So even from, you know, our designer and architect Layden, his firm is a black firm from the electrician to like everybody that we have that's working on it. And so that was something that we did because, you know, we just feel like there's so much great talent and people will tell you, oh, it's hard to find a black designer. It really wasn't. As a matter of fact, we had to narrow it down to like our top seven. And then it was so hard to choose because everybody's submissions were so great. We could have went with any single one of them. Okay. I love that. I love that. That is like literally us normalizing black excellence because there's so many great service providers and just we're intentional about who, how we choose to let our dollars flow in our community. It's actually easy. Yeah, it was uh, honestly like we had too many people, too many great qualified people to choose from. And it was important because this is going to be a cultural hub. That's how we're looking at it, too. And so we wanted to make sure that whoever we have building up the space with us also got it. When I first moved to Brooklyn, I lived at Classen and Gates and there was not <laughs> around there for a while. Oh, that's right. By the police station, right? Yeah, I know exactly. Okay. <laughs> I love that. Okay. So I also like how you're very candid about the fact that opening a business is not easy. It's mm -hmm. 
talk about some of the unseen hurdles that you've stumbled across, particularly with the coffee business, because I think there's a lot of people who are trying to open brick and mortar stores in the hospitality industry. Um, what are some of the big stumbling blocks that you've encountered along the way? Well, whatever date you have to open, push it back. <laughs> Just do that now because build out, getting permits, getting approvals, changing plans, and then resubmitting them. All of those things take time and everything is so backed up right now. And so that's one hurdle that we've had to definitely overcome. Um, also employees. I think that's a huge one, finding the right people to come and work. And that's like an ongoing process because you can't control other people and how they're going to act and how responsible they'll be. So that's an ongoing hurdle in every single business that I have. And I'm like a nice, um, you know, boss slash manager. And so it is really hard for me when I know people like, cause I also like to feel like I'm accessible. And some people will tell you that's not a good thing. Like I know people who run businesses and you know, they have a manager and then you talk to the manager and the manager relays everything to you. I try to be more hands-on, but that's just how I am. But sometimes I do think that there's a lot of negatives to that. So you do have to have boundaries and there's a balance uh, of that. And also know that people aren't going to come here and work forever. So you always have to be prepared to know who's going to be next. If this manager leaves, if this assistant manager, you know, at leaves, people call out sick all the time. They show up late. You also have to make sure that you're involved because people will get away with what you let them get away with and then watch the money. Absolutely. And that's just, I mean, that's just business. That's, you know, having employees, et cetera. And things break all the time too. So you have to have some good people on hand when it's time to fix the juicer, when the blender blades, you know, go out, when the refrigerator breaks, when something's wrong with the electrical, when, you know, so many different things. And then right now during the pandemic, there's a shortage on cups and lids and all kinds of equipment and uh, things that we need for the store. And then with produce, the prices vary all the time. They go up and down depending on seasons. So there's just so many different variables. And I, I love this, though, because even just casually talking about it, it really shows that, you know, for any entrepreneur, you have to know your business. It's not just, oh, this lovely day, you're going to wake up and make people juice, but like down to the minutia of like, how much does a strawberry cost? What is the commodities market looking like? You know, can I continue selling this smoothie at this price if, you know, we can't get strawberries and they're three times as much? Like those are the details that make a successful business. Right. And we had a break in, you know, a few months ago. So that was tough too to have to deal with. And then I had to leave work in the middle of like doing a show. Like I got to go to the store right now. And then I'm doing a police report. Then I have to get somebody to come and fix the glass, but I needed it fixed right away. And so it's just so many different things. You have to just be prepared to know that you might be on vacation and have an emergency. So it's important to always have really great management. Yeah. It's funny because I think also two people think, oh, okay, you've got a celebrity face to a business that you're not as involved. But, you know, I think for success to happen, you have to know every single facet of your business. So it's like you can be on vacation and people will be like, oh, she's just making money in her sleep, but you are still working. And you're still investing too. And just people have to understand too, it's not like you'll make money right away. A lot of times you're just trying to keep the business afloat so you're not still bleeding out money and you're try trying to get to the space where, okay, the business is you know, maintaining itself. Then you can start paying yourself back from the investment that you've made, but you're also always wanting to reinvest into your business. And so if you think that I'm going to open this business and next month I'm going to be rich, just understand it could take years before you even break even. Right. 
Right, right. Thank you so much for your time. You know, what's really beautiful about all the work that you're doing is that you're so intentional about giving back to the community. You're building businesses, creating jobs in your own, within our own communities in Brooklyn and Bed-Stuy and also providing like entertainment and a voice of reason on every morning on your <laughs> radio show. So thank you so much. We appreciate you and you are a gift. Well, thank you. I hope we do a part two soon because I feel like we've got a lot more to talk about. Actually, are there other stuff that other endeavors and stuff that you want me to cover? Um, I just have, I have the press juice company also drink fresh juice. So that's in supermarkets. Oh, okay. Let's talk about that. So did that come <laughs> before or after the juice store? So I, with the juice bar, I actually started the press juice company as an offshoot of that, just because a lot of people would come in and say, how can I get this where I'm from? People would be online, like we need one of those in our town. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to do a press juice that's available in stores. And we just launched that, yes, a couple of months ago. And it's been really amazing. Like Rouses was the first place that picked us up in Louisiana and they put us, yeah, they put us in the Rouse's store. So that was exciting, as well as the coffee. Uh, the coffee is actually in Whole Foods and Stop and Shop in the New York City area starting this week. So that's really exciting for us also as we're about to open the shop, you know, that will be available in stores. And so we were just hoping to expand from there. Like getting that distribution like that, especially on a cold pressed juice, because it's hard. Like you have to maintain this quality of product. Like that's really incredible. Yeah, and it's all organic, non-GMO. Obviously, it's all vegan. And we did a whole detox with the juices, too, with the detox now that people love. And so that's something I encourage, too, because I just did my first detox like three years ago, and it really is life-changing. Really? Wait, how long is the detox? Because I've tried a couple, one to three days. I haven't gone longer than that. It's hard, but I definitely felt the benefits. But this one is a week. But I feel like you could do it because the juices taste really good. You won't be hungry. I did a fast for two weeks where I didn't eat anything at all. So this was a breeze. I still went to work and were your cheerful yourself? I was, but I will say people were definitely turning into like food in front of me. I'll talk to you and you'll turn into a slice of pizza. And like my, <laughs> my sense of smell was heightened. Every time I walked past the restaurant, I was like, I could smell everything. Oh my gosh, two weeks. That's insane. I completely commend you. Angela, you are such a good example of how your money should move to reflect the things you've championed for. Please tell our listeners where they can find you and where they can find all your businesses. But thank you, Tanya. I appreciate it. And I had such a great time with you today. And I can't wait till we do this in person one day soon. But you can find me at Angela Yee. I'm also on Facebook. So make sure you follow me there too as well. And on Twitter is at Angela Yee. And then Coffee Uplifts People. That's the Instagram name. Drink Fresh Juice and Juices for Life BK. Those are all the Instagram pages. I love it. I love it. I love it. You seriously are doing it all. Thank you so much, Angela, for being on the show and hope to hear you, see you again sometime soon. Thank you. I don't know about you, Money Movers, but I am inspired. It was so great to have Angela here to share her journey, her wins, and she is all about things that I know we all love, coffee, hair, juice. Um, but that's all we have today for you in this episode. Make sure you join us again next time on the Money Moves podcast powered by Greenwood. Thank you so much for tuning in, Money Moves audience. If you want more or a recap of this episode, please go to thebankgreenwood.com and check out the Money Moves podcast blog. Money Moves is an iHeartRadio podcast powered by Greenwood, executive produced by Sunwise Media Inc. For more podcasts on iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 
From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 